I fell in love with Stanley and home base. The thing was, he wasn't even there. It was 24 hours after he'd been born, and I'd spent that time wishing he hadn't been born. My love for his brother was unconditional from the moment I saw him. With Stan, it was just, well, delayed for a day. Some people go into home base and think, oh, I must remember those plugs. I thought, my God, I love him, because I suddenly realised that despite Stan's disability, here was a little boy who needed a family. I must tell the home base management, maybe they'll give me free plugs for life. I can't imagine why I had to pop into home base 24 hours after one of the most dramatic days of my life, but I'm glad I did. When that guy Craig won the first Big Brother UK contest in 2000, I wonder why he pledged all the prize money to a friend who was a woman who had Downs and who needed heart surgery. I remember thinking that I would have kept the money myself. What an awful thought. These days, having Stan has pointed me in a certain direction. It's not a direction I may have chosen, in all honesty, but I'm on that boat and headed that way. Happy Birthday Stan was born in January 2002. He was the child to be born that day with Down syndrome. There's one born every day, apparently, about 350 a year. That stat could be rubbish. Who cares? You either get one or you don't. From the start, we wanted Stan to be treated as normally as possible. I blogged in 2005 that he was doing the following, telling me he loves me in sign language, stealing items from the kitchen and hiding them in impossible-to-find places, making great progress with his key worker, and developing friendships with his schoolmates. I said I was expecting him to do more than to be the happy child. I said I wanted him to go to college, learn a foreign language, play the Glastonbury Festival, whatever. If my expectations are shot to pieces, it's only me that's going to get hurt. That isn't going to stop me having massive hopes for his future. Ten years later from that blog in 2005, nothing's changed. So I started on the mission. These days I'm a bit more relaxed, but when it was all brand new, I was soon in danger of becoming a bore about disability issues, and I didn't have a diploma in how to bring up a disabled child. Maybe the mission was a way of hiding my lack of experience of bringing up a child with Downs. If it was a job, I'd be the trainee-slash-work-experience parent. Nonetheless, I'm giving it a go. Well, the whole family is. You don't have to do it alone. Sometimes Downs' bro will shower him, because I just can't do it again. Of course, on that occasion, I'll lose out financially. With Down syndrome, you often get cardio complaints. Yeah, thanks for that. Now Stan is almost 13, and it is, at the time of writing, a Sunday morning. He leaves me alone on Sunday mornings. He's in the lounge. It's all very normal. In 2002, he nearly died due to the heart problems. There'll be more on Stan's heart coming up. A little chat. About a year after Stan's heart operation, I had the most brutally honest conversation with someone that I've ever had. His name is Colin Horn, and his teenage son, Adam, had cancer. In those days, I worked at the BBC, and we were doing a series on parents' relationships with their children. So I was with a crew, and we went to film the Horns. They were riding their motorbikes in a field, and it was a good filming opportunity. When I called Colin beforehand to talk about logistics, Stan's recent appearance into the world came up in the conversation. Cut to the chase, we both thought our sons were going to die. 
Colin said, you're lucky, you haven't had a chance to get to know your son. I said, yes, but you've had sixteen years of yours. At that point, I think we knew we'd get along. In the end, I did get to know Stan. Adam died in 2008, and I'm so glad I got to meet him. You can too, if you search Adam Horn Thoughts YouTube. Colin and Adam still sent to me. Recently, we've had a leak that no roofer in London has seemed capable of mending. I'm a natural warrior, and I think of the Horns, and Adam really was a great young man. The world misses people like Adam Horn. It's funny, worrying about where the remote controls are, the answer is that Stan's hidden them, some years after you thought he was going to die, but you have to get on with the practical things. I talk about worrying in another chapter, but don't you worry, it's not all doom and gloom.